Hey, this is KA. You're now listening to the What Men Here podcast. Um, this is episode number one. I got special guest Tamisha on, and um, I wanted to discuss uh, preparing for a first date. Um, we, we met a little bit earlier, went out, had a couple of drinks, got a good understanding of each other, but I just want to um, help get you guys familiar with kind of like where she's at in life, who she is as a person, and kind of like her dating journey. So if you don't mind, where are you originally from? I am from Sanford, North Carolina. Okay, how is that out? Is that like a small town, big town? It's a small town located um, in between Greensboro and Fayetteville. Okay, so you're in Charlotte now, but how long have you been here? I've been in Charlotte for about five years now. What do you think so far? Uh, it's okay. What's been your like favorite or well, highlight part of living here in Charlotte? Um, rooftops. Rooftops? Like <laughs> what's, sure. your, what's your favorite <laughs> rooftops? <laughs> uh, merchant and trade. Okay. Um, novelty house. Okay, 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's one of the other ones? Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit for sure. Yeah, Fahrenheit yeah. is a good one. Okay. And they have really good food. Have you been there for brunch? Um, no, I've never had their the brunch. Brunch is pretty good. I've had dinner. I've done a birthday dinner there before. Yeah, me too. But the brunch is the brunch is pretty good. Okay. okay I'll so have you to try it. From um your hometown, been in Charlotte about five years. What's your kind of like date in life been um prior to moving to Charlotte? Prior to moving here. Um, prior to moving to Charlotte, mm-hmm. I was in a long-term relationship okay. for about 10 years. So is that the end of it is what prompted you to move to Charlotte or? Um, I actually moved to Charlotte for work. Ah, so was work. So was, did you move to Charlotte for work while you were in a relationship or while you were not in a relationship? So the relationship was ending and I was relocating as well. So it kind of So the out. relocation is what prompted the ending. <laughs> No. No? No, it wasn't. Huh. It was the job. It the wasn't job. a relationship. But the job is part of the relocation. So it seemed like if I, if I do one plus one is two. <laughs> no. no? No, it was not. <laughs> so maybe the job was a nail in the coffin, but it was sure. ending. Oh, okay. It was ending. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So now it seems like you're back on the dating scene. You've been here for quite some time. So what are kind of like things that you look for or questions that you ask before you go on a date with a guy like? Um, I would ask things like, does he have kids? Has he ever been married before? Okay. Um, where he's from. Mm-hmm. Um, if he has siblings or family in the area. If he's not from Charlotte, um, what brought him here? Is he here for work or just visiting for fun? Um, mm-hmm. Things like that. So what is your reasoning for asking these questions? Like what bits of information are you trying to get? Like, um, Just to figure out like what type of person he is. So once you figure out what type of person he is, what you going to do with that? Like, oh yeah, he is. Well, that would like, determine so, if I'm going to go on, the, on a date with him or not. So if a guy is from Charlotte, you're going to date him or not date him? Like he has to be from Charlotte? He doesn't have to be from here. So what if he's visiting? Does if he, he's visiting, that's fine. That's fine. He could work. Yeah, he could work and live somewhere else okay so one of your other questions like what does he do so say he's a plumber versus like oh he's a lawyer which one you know what i'm saying which bucket you put him in i'm not gonna date a man who plays in the toilet why not and it's not playing <laughs> it's not playing he fixes stuff <laughs> listen listen that super mario movie just came out and he looked like he was very happy he listen he pulled peach no no Mm-mm. no, I'm, no. do you understand There's nothing how much- wrong with being a handyman but plumbing yeah, he get in the shower and he good. Listen, plumbers make some more than some of these regular jobs. You know that, right? I mean, he could. So it's not the money. So it's about what he does. 
It's about what he does. What he does. Okay. What's some other questions that you asked? I mean, it's a it's a combination. I'm not a gonna say it's not about okay. the money completely. Okay. We're gonna say how you get it mad. It's like how you're getting your money. A scammer, and what you know what I'm doing. saying? You need legal versus illegal. Yeah. It's okay. like if you're doing things that are illegal that could potentially put you in jail, I'm gonna be sad about it. Okay. If you were my man. So it's like I would prefer you to be legally getting money mm-hmm. in a legit way. Versus doing things illegally that could potentially send you to jail, and then I won't ever see you again. Okay, and you you mentioned does he have kids? So it's like, can a guy with kids still go on a date with you, or like is if you do have kids, it's like a deal break? I need to know. Okay, um, mm-hmm. I could I would say if he has kids, let's say this. So I have been on dates with people that have kids but preferably i don't think that i should be dating guys that have kids we're just going to put that so you retracting your statement then yeah i'm gonna retract and say no okay so no kids it's a strong no i'm just gonna say no kids. why no the kids because i feel like the scenarios can change like oh he has because there's it could be like where he does have the kids himself and it's an unfit mother i mean it could be where he doesn't have the kids but he's supportive and all the other stuff or it could be like he going through baby mama drama so it's like yeah the situations can vary um, I would just say no kids simply because I don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes when you're dealing with a man that does have kids, um, it may open up doors for issues and different so you situations wanna, that you don't have to deal with. It sounds like you want a man, excuse me, that can match you where you at. Like, hey, I don't got kids. I make this much. So if you ain't coming with this or more, then exactly. you can go on about your business. Exactly. For okay. Sure. For sure. And I've actually tried to like date men that have kids and it has not been successful. Okay. So we were talking about this a little bit earlier. So you told me you were five, seven. I am. And you said you were looking for a guy that was six feet. And I broke down the numbers for you listeners who don't know and are, um, I wouldn't say have delusional uh, expectations, but I'm just trying to ground you guys a little bit more. Um, Only like 15% of the population is above uh, six feet. So basically, if you got a thousand Instagram followers, only 150 men are eligible to date you. And that's not factoring in what they do for a living, what their relationship like with their mama, are they abusive, none of that stuff. So I just want you to kind of look like, is height really that big of a deciding factor? So based off, off our discussion, would you say like, is height really that big of a deal? Um, I would say preferred. Okay. I feel preferred. like most women would prefer to have a guy who's taller than her. Okay. But for sure, I know we did speak on it. So we, for sure, I would take a guy who's successful and is in his career bag and makes the five, money five, five, versus six figures, the five, height. Five. Yeah. Versus a height being the main factor. Oh, you're not tall enough. So are you telling women out here to relax on the height? Yeah, we got to relax a little bit on the this, height. This is another thing that's pretty cool. We got to relax on it. I didn't we tell you about be, this. Yeah, we got to calm down on that because it's not that big of a deal. Bumble, be honest. Bumble got rid of the height filter because all girls wow. were putting it to six feet plus. Wow. Yeah, wow. they got rid of the feature that's because good. not that because they knew the numbers behind it. Like not, not many men over six feet. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So what's some other things that like are like living in a fairy tale a little bit? <laughs> basically, yeah, like, yeah, like let's just be honest. Yeah. So what's some other things that would uh, deter you from going out with a guy on the first date? Um, like I know you asked yeah. about the kids and stuff, but what yeah, else? So what I would else? say kids. Um, if he doesn't seem to be career driven, like mm-hmm. what does that mean? Like, oh, he want to be like the CEO or? No, I would say more of maybe he's in between jobs and isn't really in a stable place. 
um, with. So you're talking about exempt workers versus non-exempt. You want somebody who's an exempt worker, not a non-exempt. Well, I'm just saying as far as actually having a career, like sometimes guys are, they don't know if they want to be scammers. They don't know if they want to be drug dealers. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like. <laughs> they ex- don't know. <laughs> I feel like exempt and non-exempt draws a very hard line. Like, do you have PTO or do you not? Yeah, you know yeah, for saying? sure. For 401k. Sure. 401k, like, yeah. 401k. We need you to have a 401k. Okay. Uh, life savings and all of that. Okay. Okay. I, I can respect that. I can respect that. What else? What else? Um, just respect. Like the fine are you a, respect. Are you a guy like, who respects women? Um, find that though. I feel like some men um, don't value women. Like how they, so? They will play games with. They will play games with us. Like, do you not think it's because you guys play games with them first? You think that might be? I it? don't think it's the women playing the games first. How not? How so? Give me a scenario how it's not women playing games first. I want to learn. Please educate me. <laughs> I'm just speaking on behalf of the listeners right now. Um, so just like if um, what's a good example? Let's say guys playing games. Okay, so like so, say for instance, a guy is like, okay, I want to take you on a date. Okay. Um. And I go on the date, but he's also take, which is just a date. So it's not like we're in a committed relationship, but he's taking other girls on the, on dates as well. I mean, how is that really a game though? That's a dating. That's a dating process. Because if you went out on with him, I'm pretty sure he's not the only guy that you're talking to. But I feel like if you've expressed your interest. You express interest by uh, accepting to go on the date. Okay. So anytime a guy asks you to go on a date, you're going to tell all your other guys, like, hey, I got asked out to a date. You don't have to let them know that. They don't need to know that. So why does he need to let the other people that he's dating know? I'm just saying, like. You're just saying? (laughs) Okay, okay. I'm just saying. Because how I look at his games, like, I'm dating somebody, and they were saying, like, one of their friends is, like, this whole, like, text back game, like, Oh, like I won't respond. I'll at least wait 15 minutes to respond. It's playing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's childish. It's a lot of childish ways, not just like dating other women, but like you said, um, calling, maybe FaceTiming, answering the phone, not answering the phone, texting in a timely manner, not responding in a timely manner. I wouldn't call that game, so that could be just life. So, what would you define? like to find a game you you the one who drew the line it's like oh you don't like guys who play games like but i that's what i consider playing games but not answering the phone what i might consider playing games or maybe him not taking me 100 percent serious as the woman i am then i would think that he's playing games i think or i can't take him seriously this is how i kind of like look at life it's like i don't blame 100 percent of things on people i always Mm -hmm. like to take I feel like I have somewhat accountability for how people act. Like, yeah, I might feel like this person was wrong, but what part did I play into it? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, yeah, I did this, but this is probably the reason why they did this. And yes, they wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But what part did I really play it's into like, did it? Did I open up the door for him to act this way? Or exactly. Is it something I said that kind of opened up the door or triggered exactly. him to be the way that, or act a certain way? So it's that type of accountability. Yeah. So I don't really look at it as like, playing games exactly you know what i'm saying yeah so what else 
playing games, kids, job. You can't be a plumber. Sorry, <laughs> sorry uh, Mario and Luigi and <laughs> Wario. Bowser, maybe you got a chance. I don't know. Um, I'm going to take the pauses. That's about it. That's about it. Yeah, because it's like... So once my man passed through this test, so what's the next stage? It's like, you getting ready for the date, like... Yeah, get ready for the date. You get there on time. You get there a little late. You text them when you're leaving. You want them, you know what I'm saying? For sure, I feel like it's important. Whenever you're getting ready to go on a first date, for Mm -hmm. sure, to communicate with the guy. Um, Whenever you're getting dressed... When you're leaving your house. You send them a selfie before you leave? I don't. You don't? We can FaceTime, though. Okay. I'm open to FaceTime. And you can before? call me. Yeah, okay. Call me, FaceTime me. We can talk on the phone before. I feel like that's cool. Okay. Like, that's acceptable, especially if all you've been doing is like texting or communicating back and forth, but you haven't really seen each other face to face. You're trying to make sure they To make sure. Yeah. You want to make sure it's not a catfish. So okay. I'm okay with you, you know, FaceTiming to see like, hey, what do you look like? Just checking in with you before have we you ever have. been catfished? I have not. You haven't? No. Dang. You blessed. I know some people who have. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, no. It's crazy. No catfishes. Haven't huh. seen any. Don't want to meet any. I'm good on that. Okay. <laughs> so um we were talking a little bit earlier. Um, because I told you like uh a third of dates, uh, women go out just for the food. So how do you distinguish between oh yeah, I'm really interested in this guy or I'm just going out with him with food? Like if I was a, if you were talking to a guy or talking to your brother, because you said you got a younger brother, like mm-hmm. how would you tell him to distinguish between a girl who just wants to go out to eat versus a girl who's just really interested in him? Like what questions should he ask? Like what body language should he look for? And um, when, once, well, now I got another question. Like once he finds out okay. she only wants for the food, like what should he do? She's like, oh, this. Let me just go ahead and ask for the check and split it. Like, okay, so what yeah. he should look for? Yeah, um, for sure. I've been on a date where I wouldn't say I intentionally went for just the food, but just the first date. Like, okay, I'll meet you at a bar. We'll have drinks, and you know, have conversation. Mm-hmm. But as you're, so, well, as so I've basically been, you want him to convince you that you should like him. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah. So it's you're kind gonna, of like, oh, okay, are you going to convince me that you're somebody that I'm like interested in talking to, mm-hmm. or you know, is the conversation um, going well to where it's like, okay, I wouldn't mind going on a second date with you, mm-hmm. or is it um, a conversation that um, isn't re- doesn't really seem like it's going anywhere? And then my um, attention span i was talking about my attention span <laughs> earlier it, or it's like you know my they attention span be and i lose like interest and i'm staring off into space or you know twirling my straw in my drink um <laughs> so, so basically you turn your brother she don't make eye contact she's not making eye contact with you if you if she's literally if she doesn't seem engaged if she's not laughing like leaning in or if she isn't leaning in or if there's like no humor mm-hmm. I feel like some sort of humor or interaction to where you feel connected in some kind of way um nine times out of ten she is interested so how long should you give her like the first 10 minutes in first five minutes um probably usually within the first 10 minutes um typically after the first drink so if you've ordered drinks yeah um by the time that your first drink is done she should loosen up up a little bit huh yeah because i can't agree that sometimes i may seem a little uptight or you're just trying up. to get comfortable. But it takes me a minute to get comfortable before yeah. I open up and, you know, start to laugh and giggle and things like that. I'm usually more serious starting out. And then you can kind of see my personality okay. as time 
aggressive. All right. So say your brother texts you like, oh, yeah, she's open. And I mean, she's open. She's been answering questions. She's pretty lively. She's been laughing at my jokes. What should, what should be like the next step for him? Um, what would you advise him to do? I would say the next step would just. I would say he should for sure thank her for coming out. Let mm-hmm. her know that he does enjoy, like he enjoyed the date. Yeah. And he would look forward to taking her out again mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of men sometimes miss that part mm-hmm. um, where they don't really let you know, like they enjoyed the time that was being spent. So you don't feel like you're wasting your time. Yeah. But also just to let the lady know, like, okay. Um, but I am interested in taking you out again. More, yeah, yeah. Even if you, even if you're not even a hundred percent sure where you want to take her next. So you basically just lying to her. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying like you need to at least let her know. Like, okay, I'm interested in taking you out again. Yeah. Um, and then you know maybe that can be discussed like what you want to do next after the date. But just to let let her know that you are thinking about a next date. So she'd be like, "Oh, text me when you get home." Or like, hey, do you want to come over? Like, what it, what is, what are like certain indicators that she would give off for him to kind of assume where the next step should go? Okay, so um, it, that can play out. First dates can play out a few different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, most men will test to see, like, okay, um, do you want to come back to my place after, or can I come to your place? Mm-hmm. And they want to know, like, if you're going to say yes or no. Um, I wouldn't advise for the women to say yes. But, Why not? Uh, that most of the time, the men's intentions aren't pure. So they may, I feel like men that are on first dates, the only reason they want to come over on the first night is to have sex. So I, I wouldn't recommend. Do you think, why do men go out on dates then? To see if they can f- on the first night. Exactly. So if you know that, why are you surprised by the fact that they expect that? I'm not surprised, but I don't invite men to my place after the saying, first date. I feel like women should act accordingly. A guy's only sure, going out because you know. he's anticipating sex or wants You know it. what you're dealing with. You know what and I'm it's saying? like only women, women that say yes are open to the possibilities of being on the first night and or having sex on the first night. So, but is that a bad thing or is that a good thing? That's their preference. I wouldn't say it's a it's a good thing, but if that's what the woman's choosing to do, I feel like it could be a good or a bad thing. We had an episode about this on another podcast I'm on, where basically um, does waiting or does giving it up early indicate anything? Huh? Oh, you're saying does it make a difference? Yeah, and honestly, I don't think it does, just because like. You can make a guy wait, and then once he gets it, he leaves just because the mm-hmm. fact that you made him wait. Mm-hmm. And if you do give it up early, you can overcome the stigma that he might think you're a lady of the night by your behavior. So if like mm-hmm. the next day, like, oh, let me get up, cook breakfast. Like if once a guy gets it, I think it depends on how early you add value. Like, yeah. yes, we had sex, but it's only because I like you, not because I do this for everybody. But this is the value I'm looking forward to. Or this is the value I can provide to your life. You know what I'm saying? After the fact. Yeah. Okay. Because so, like if you only offer sex, just mm-hmm. you, you can't expect somebody to treat you any different. You know what That's I'm saying? That's for sure. So. That's for sure. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Okay. So what are some questions that you don't like to answer on first dates? Because most of the time they say like, oh, you shouldn't talk about politics and all this other stuff. Like what questions mm-hmm. do you like cringe about answering? Questions that I cringe about answering. Yeah, on the first date. Um, like, what don't you want? What don't you uh, 
want a guy knowing about you on the first um, date? I, men that ask about like previous relationships, I don't know if that topic is like valid to ask like what went on in your like top like related to like what what went on or what happened um because it, as a woman I don't feel like it's necessary for me to say the bad things that happened in my previous relationship because if I let a man know hey that these are the negative things that happened that mm-hmm. I dealt with then I feel like that puts something in the man's head to be like oh this is what she'll tolerate so I'm not going to tell a man that I'm dating for the first time what negative things happened in my relationship previous or, you know, before him to give him any ideas. I'm going to make sure that everything I say is on a positive note. But see, I feel like that's somewhat disingenuous. But let me let me explain why. Because if you look at kind of like dating, like uh, getting a job, you know what I'm okay. saying? Like you're applying for a job. What did I always ask about your previous, previous experiences? Yeah. What challenges have you overcome? Tell me about a difficult time where you didn't get along with somebody. Tell me about a growth uh, instance. What have you learned since that last job? Why are you leaving the last job? How is a man asking about your previous relationships any different than that? He wants to know like, oh, how are you uh, previously in relationships? Is it because you still needed to grow as a person? What's the guy tripping? What's the guy within his right for asking for certain things? Were you, what difficulties can I expect from dating from you? Or have you grown from that experience? Are you not the same person that you were in that relationship? So I don't, you know what I'm saying? I look at it as a positive thing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like your your history is a good indicator of your future. Okay. But you don't think that men take what women say that they've dealt with in their past and use that towards them moving forward? I mean, I think that comes down to the type of guy who will use your past against you versus using it to understand you. And that's where you have to use your own judgment. Like, is he using it against me? Or is he using it to better understand me? And then you kind of have to take responsibility. Like, can you really get fault in him using your past? Because you're still doing those same things. Mm-hmm. You still have to have that same accountability mm-hmm. and awareness. Like, oh, yeah, I used to do this in relationships. But shoot, I'm do- I'm treating I'm him still, the same way. I'm still doing it now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah, no. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, I think you, it, it depends on how the dynamic is going. So, would you say to answer the question based on how the man is reacting to yeah. your answers? Yeah. So, you know, you answer whatever he asks. And then if he seems to seem like he's he's triggering you or targeting you in, a, in like a negative way, would you say not to? I would say if if you're getting triggered, it's because you haven't accepted your past well, or you haven't come to terms with it. Because if you accept the things that you've done in your past and you've grown from it, nobody should be able to use it against you. So that's where it comes down to the accountability part. Like you are upset because you ain't dealt with it. I'm not even saying upset, but I'm just saying, is it necessary on the first date to even discuss certain topics that, okay, yes, we can answer what happened in our past, what Mm -hmm. we dealt with, if we've grown past it or not, but is it necessary? I believe so, because it's you wasting your time. Like, why are you going to show this person a fake facade of what you would like them to think about who you are versus who you actually are? I it's wouldn't say like, that is being fake, but I'm saying this is the first fake. date. So is it necessary on the first? I don't think that it's necessary on the first date. Not to say that we're not going to talk about it eventually, but on the first date, I don't think that that's a conversation. I don't feel like that should be the main 
think that should be discussed. See, I is the, is the ex or an ex relationship I, or an ex marriage? I because somewhat you're disagree. You're gonna sit and talk about what the ex did and no, what not he like, didn't do, or what your ex wife did and what your ex wife didn't do, versus really getting to know. Where I'm not really getting. I mean, in a way, I'm getting to know you, but I'm not because all you're doing is talking about your ex. No, and what you dealt with in the past. I think I might have overestimated uh, or over described what I was trying to ask. Not like the only thing y'all talking about is y'all previous dating experience, but I feel like that should be highlighted during the first date. Oh, you Not feel like, like it should. Oh yeah, I feel like it should. So I don't, I don't think it should be the whole entire thing. No. Cause it it's doesn't. like, it's, cause it's like this, it's like, oh, you shouldn't talk about politics and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, there are certain key things that you should be on the same page with, because if you're not and don't get those answers, you wasting your time of going on date number two, because then you won't know. number three, and then you'll wake up six months later. Like, oh yeah, we didn't talk about this. Well, shoot, I don't really like this. Well, you could have saved yourself six months if you'd have asked on the first date. Which is true. But I'm saying I don't, it's not that I don't feel like the conversation be, should be discussed. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that I don't feel like the first the date is the appropriate time is the appropriate time for it. Granted, you can discuss it, but it doesn't have to go. That shouldn't be your complete first date. Yeah. Like you can touch on it and move past it and maybe come back to it on the second date <laughs> or over the phone, but, or maybe in person again, when you go on a second date or third date, if that happens, but if not, then. You know, it's like you didn't put too much out there for gotcha. somebody you may not even go on a second date with anyway. See, I'm a little bit different about that. Have you ever he- uh, heard of the uh, Art of Seduction? I haven't. It's a book by Robert Greene that describes the different um, type of seduction styles. Okay. And so my style is a natural. I don't really have game. I am who I am. Like how I am around you is the same way I'm around friends. It's the same way I'm around family. Okay. So the people who I attract tend to like me for who I am, not because like I portray myself in a certain light. So I think leaning into your certain type of attraction style can uh, bring you different types of fruits. So I would suggest that a lot of people like lean into like the more natural mm-hmm. type phase versus like you want to date somebody who will fit in your life, if that makes sense, versus you trying to like accommodate or switch or change i mean you're, you're going to grow inside a relationship but mm-hmm. some things you shouldn't have to uh, change or or alter about yourself to be tolerable to somebody else so that's why i'm very forefront about like asking the uncomfortable conversations because mm-hmm. you save yourself so much more time and on the back end and not waste your time because you we were talking about this a little bit earlier you were dating this guy and a month later, and then you just call it quits. Because we was talking about <laughs> expectations. He's like, oh, y'all want a guy who's sensitive and all this other stuff. But as soon as he started crying, you was out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I feel like women should stand strong. Because it's like, as a woman, you know what you're, what you're comfortable tolerating mm-hmm. and what you're uncomfortable tolerating or what you'll deal with and what you won't deal with. So I would say to women that are dating to just be strong in what you believe in because Mm -hmm. it's really easy to be like oh well you know he's nice or oh he treats me well but in your in the back of your mind you know that there's a red flag or you know something that he's done or said or maybe even a situation that he's dealing with that you're not 100% comfortable with Mm -hmm. and you know as soon as it hits the fan you're out the door so let me this uh, this is just me calling you out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because we was talking about red flags, but you clearly ran a red flag. I did. Why? I did. Why? I want to know he why. Was a, he was a nice guy. I told you he so was nice and very not... genuine. Um, we ha- we had fun together. And then that was it. We had a great time. So would you run that red flag again? No, no, 
not at all. So you've learned from that experience. I have. Okay. I knew better in the beginning. So what? So what are some Just new red flags? the waters for no reason. <laughs> so what are some new red flags that you're not going to run nowadays? Um, new red flags for sure. Just mm-hmm. being strong on like not dating men that have kids because I don't have kids. So there's really no reason for me to even put myself in uncomfortable situations with mm-hmm. men that have kids or that are dealing with maybe baby mama drama or ex-wife drama. Um, or things that I don't even have to be a part of. Yeah. So I would say for sure that's one thing that I need to just stand strong on and not even be lenient at all when it comes to dating a man because there's no reason for me to even put myself in those situations if I don't have to. Okay. And while we were out a little bit earlier, we did talk about like what type of guy you were looking for. And I think a lot of people could gain a little bit of insight when it comes to establishing something that they want. And I told you, cause I got this little nugget from my cousin. He's like, everything that you want in this life has to come through the hands of somebody else. So why not figure out what, uh, the person or thing that, uh, you want in this world, what do they want back from you? I think that's the easiest way to obtain the things that you want in this life. So what are some tips that you would give women, uh, to attract or obtain the, the, the type of guy that, uh, they want like what do you think the guy you want wants from you um for sure to be confident in who you are as a woman um, what does that look like um just take your time take your time listen because 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 I've, I've experienced where people will say these blanket statements but don't have Anything any actual support. thought or facts or proof or examples to support it like oh yeah i'm a nice person well how do you donate food? Do you give people money? Or are you just saying you're a nice person? Like No, I would say confidence. It kind of it can be a, a what range does that of look things. Like? like do you do you take care of yourself? Like are you health conscious? Do you do you value like getting dressed in the morning and before you leave the house? Are you leaving the house with the bonnet on? Like it's those kind of things. Like just being comfortable in your own skin and confident. I mean, you could wear a bonnet and be comfortable in your own skin. But that's, as a woman, no woman should be leaving the house in a bonnet. So basically, you're saying somebody who is conscious conscious of uh, the image that she shows that to she the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like knowing who you are as a person. Okay, what like else? Like doing the self-work. Okay, what else? Um, let's see. So a guy wants a girl who's self-confident. What else? Um... Someone who's loving, like, is she a nurturer? Like, what does nurturing look like? Does she? Cook? I mean, she can nurture plants, but not nurture me. No, does she? Can she cook? Like, if you're sick, can she take care of you? Does she clean? If you need her to support you in any kind of way, is she there to support you when you need it? Sounds like a helpmate. That's in the Bible. Um, what well, else? That's what women do. Um. Uh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. That's, uh, that's a uh, role that women play. That's a role that, uh, they can play, but as far as a role that's played in today's time, I don't think that's a role that a lot of women play. You don't think women cook and clean now? No. You don't think they take care of men? No. That they actually love and care about? No. You know, uh, 45% of women by 2030 will be single and childless between, I think it's like 25 and 44. So clearly that's not what they're doing to men if over almost 50% of them are single. Well, 
That's the statistics behind uh, it. That, that's, I'm, that, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to argue with the statistics. I'm, I'm just, I, just, I just know the data. I just know the <laughs> I'm data. Just, I'm just saying, I don't know the statistics. All right, but... So cook, clean, nurture. What else are guys looking for? Because we had a list before this. We talked about this before we even got in the studio. Mm. I'll give you a hint. It starts with F-E-M. Oh, rhyme, feminine. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you got to thrive in your feminine energy. Yeah. You can't be hard. Oh, I'm going to do this all by myself. I don't need any help. Because we talked about this before. We definitely, t- we definitely like, talked about it. When we was walking, I was like, about it. the whole mindset of like, oh, I can do this by myself. I don't think I don't need a man for anything. I don't think that's a conducive mindset. Uh, as a, as a feminine woman that's looking to be in a serious relationship with a guy, um, you definitely shouldn't think that you can handle it all by yourself. Even if you have been handling things on your own and taking care of you on your own, it's like it's okay to to soften up and let a guy be in control or take the lead. But if you're gonna let a guy lead you, just make sure that he can lead. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Because you listen, you got to take. <laughs> Everybody res- can't lead you, but just you gotta, make sure he's. Yeah, you got to take accountability and responsibility for choosing the guy that you choose to lead you. Like mm-hmm. you picked him. You know exactly. what I'm saying? You got to realize that. And you can only get mad at yourself because you picked the guy. Yeah. If you don't like how you pick, you need to go back and do some reevaluating. Yeah, exactly. For sure. So feminine. Let me see. What else? Uh-huh. So we are, we are approaching time. Yeah, we've been going about 30 minutes. Let me see. Oh, what questions do you have for me? I, that's one thing I think I want to implement. It's like giving the uh, guests a chance to ask me a couple of questions. Um, I'm just a regular guy. I'm not a dating expert. I've read a couple of books. I go to therapy. I've watched podcasts. I research, but in no way, shape or form am I an expert, but I can give an opinion based off what I think the common or average guy would think. So what's one thing that you're dying to know or want to understand. I would just say, or I would ask, um, what advice would you give um, women who are dating that are looking to find maybe their dream guy or, you know, to be be in a serious relationship and maybe they've been dating and it hasn't been successful. Mm -hmm. Um, What is, what are maybe some tips or things that you would um, advise? advise? You asked me this question already, but, I basically said the same thing. Number one is uh, grounding your expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, write down what you want, but you need to go back and research like how realistic are these things to obtain? Because we talked about this. Only 15% of guys are above six feet. Mm-hmm. Do you know what 15% actually looks like? If you go in a room Very with a hundred people, only 15 you willing to talk to? It's limited. That's what I'm saying. Like, Very limited ground your expectations when it comes to income i think only like 15 percent of men or 20 percent of men make six figures that's a very small amount and when it comes to probability say you want some guy that's six feet and makes six figures that's 0.15 times 0.12 which is even smaller than both of them combined so you're looking for an even smaller dating pool so it's i would say basically make your dating expectations of what you're looking for very realistic um, two, I would say improve your attractiveness to guys, not just sexually, but relationship wise. Do you have skills when it comes to being nurturing? Are you going into relationships uh, for what you can get or for what you can give? Mm-hmm. Do you know what it's like to be with somebody long term when it comes to marriage? Are you just looking for 
the bottle shower and going through the motions and having to dress. Do you know what it's actually like to live with somebody long term? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, living, dating and actually living with somebody is completely different. Exactly. So that does exactly. that does play a major role. Um, I would say learn how to take accountability where it comes down. You chose this guy mm-hmm. and being able to reflect and look at, oh, I was tripping. I apologize. I looked at it this wrong way. Um, that's my mistake. I learned from it and grow and change. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Be patient. You know what I'm saying? Like I, one thing I appreciate about my therapist, he, he basically told me long-term relationships are not two parallel lines. It's two, um, basically like sine waves. You closer, then you go apart, then you come back together, you re- renegotiate, and then you go apart. And then based off like how you get back closer together in those conversations, you either grow apart for the long term or you continue to grow together. Kind of like along a straight path, which I think it's unrealistic to expect the person to be the same for the rest of the relationship the entire time. Because I'm going and you going. It's more of can you guys grow together? So I would say accountability and learning. Um, Feminine, let me see. Investing in things that the guy you want wants from you. Like a guy wants a girl who's in shape, who mm-hmm. who's not out in the club, not with a bunch of guy friends, not all on social media and all out her business, calling her girlfriends and asking for advice. Like mm-hmm. basically ask guys that research got research things that guys actually find attractive in women. Don't go with the norm because that's how you stand out. It's not being like everybody else. I think that that's one big thing. That's true. And um, what else would I say? Mm, I think those I think those are good starting points. Yeah, I think those are good starting points. Yeah, that's very good. I totally agree. Yeah. Any other questions? No, no. I don't have anything else for you. How's it been on the podcast? You are my first guest. You've enjoyed it. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. Um, like I said, this is my very first podcast that Mm -hmm. I've ever like actually joined. So okay, um, it's interesting. So the men out there have (laughs) have enjoyed the responses that you've given. (laughs) And they're very interested in meeting you. How should they get in touch with you? Um, they can follow my Instagram. Okay, you ain't got to give. I mean, I can filter. I can filter to them and tell them to DM me first. And I can for sure and pick. But like, oh, based on our conversation, I think this guy's yeah, good. Yeah, I would appreciate that. That's okay. even better. Okay, so if you guys uh, are very interested in um, meeting my new guest today, um, you can DM me at What Men Here. I think it's yeah, it's what it's at What Men Here on Instagram. Um, I'll send her um, your information, probably some little quick tidbits. Like, do you got kids? Uh, what's your tax bracket? <laughs> um, what do you like to do for fun? Just so I can get an understanding, like, would y'all really be compatible? Compatible. But on the flip side, it's your boy, K.A. I appreciate you guys for tuning in to What Men Here podcast. Hopefully you gained something from this. If not, hopefully you will next episode. Um, for my new listeners, if you think this episode will be very uh, beneficial to one of your friends, please go ahead and shoot them um, our Instagram or shoot them the podcast. This will probably be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And if you got any other questions, just hit me on um, my DMs. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. And it's all good. Peace. Peace. Bye, guys. <laughs>